I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Nick Root, Chief Executive Officer of Intergyro. Nick, you threw away, perhaps that's a strong term for it, but you left the banking business, Senior Finance Manager at Lloyds Bank, to found Intergyro. What was the reasoning behind the move? So that's a very good question. Uh, I was I was working in London. I was in the tr- traditional career path. I was at legal and general, for first of all, as an actuarial kind of mathematician. And then I went through various roles and ended up at Lloyd's. And uh, I I guess I wanted to go a bit more entrepreneurial. I'd had, a, I'd had enough of the suits. I wanted to create products and be more hands-on. And I saw huge opportunities, especially when I was at Lloyd's. Um, I saw that the consumer, a part of the business or a part of the product had had quite a lot of advancement over the last few, few years, but the corporate, a part of it, really hadn't at all. It had hardly moved for decades. And I thought that was a pretty big problem because businesses are the things that drive innovation and progress and value creation. So I, that was the the problem that I wanted to get my hooks into and work on. And I thought that I could be, I could add more value on my own or creating my own a business rather than working in a massive, massive organization like that. So you're talking about a situation where you saw from within the bank, what you would see as a gap in the marketplace. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Around 2014 to 2015, I saw that the internet was changing how our businesses were acting and the banks were not changing with that. And they and that was being a, and that was a problem for the businesses. So I wanted to unlock their value. So how are you doing that? What's the solution you've come up with? We have the lofty aim of uh, to help unlock the value of the internet. How we do that is we're providing a, an ecosystem that allows companies to embed payments into their systems and their offerings. Uh, we have a fairly unusual approach where we're doing it all in one. So we are the acquirer, we are the EMI, so the account provider, and we are the, uh, the issuer as well. And that's all provided through one tech stack, through one API. And the hope is that that is not only more convenient for businesses as they try to build things because they don't need to go to multiple providers and uh, manage multiple APIs and multiple privacy documents and multiple commercials. Uh, they can do it all in one. But it's not only convenient, it also enables totally new solutions. So we can create closed loop payment networks. We can do instant on-ramps, instant off-ramps, and just generally make money move quicker because it's all on, on one ledger, all on one platform. Presumably, it's not just a case of making it move quicker. You can also make it move more securely and you can also make it move more cheaply because, as you say, it's only the one tech stack that people have to deal with. They don't have to integrate four or five different solutions providers. Yep, Yep. that's right. In the long run, it's cheaper um, and that comes with the convenience, but that's hard to quantify and we don't necessarily want to compete on price. That might be a, a race to the floor. So so most of the uh, the business we win is all about the quickness and the speed of money, which really matters to certain internet business models like platforms and 
processes and exchanges and whatnot. You mentioned uh, internet business models there. So is this just a solution for the the online business sector or are you looking at offline business activity as well? It's not that we would turn away analog or offline businesses, but we just I don't think our product would appeal as much to them. There's plenty there's plenty of offerings out there uh, that are serving uh, the more traditional business models really well, and we don't necessarily want to play there. Uh, where we want to play is is where there's a new need, a new un, unmet need that we can really help with, which is the internet business models. So you're looking at the digital world. And speaking of the digital world, I understand Intergyro itself has embraced the digital world in the way it operates. We work completely remote. We're now hybrid. and We have been since um, 2017, since before it was cool. All <laughs> <laughs> um, necessary. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. We, uh, we didn't, you know, we've never really had huge heaps of money. So for us, it was really a strategy to try to compete and to try to win talent. You know, we're in the knowledge economy, right? We need smart people. We need lawyers and compliance experts and engineers. And the way that we could win those and, and appeal to those was to have a more flexible model. So you work remotely. There isn't a huge office with lots of little ants climbing over computers. <laughs> uh, we have a hub model start in Lisbon. We have a hub, uh, like a satellite hub here. And we have um, three or four hubs across, actually five hubs, I would say, across Europe. So everyone is generally around hubs, but then not always. Half the business, I'd say most of the engineers are not around hubs. Do you think this is a business structure that you can continue to grow on that basis? I see no reason why not. Once you've learned how to run the business like this, and once you've learned all the the pitfalls and the problems, I don't see why you couldn't. I mean, there's plenty of examples in the tech world of it working out. Like uh, the one that sticks out in my mind is Automatic, the business that one's word press you know they run half the internet uh, and they uh, and they don't have offices right and they're all over the world so if they can create an organization like that with that complexity with no offices at all i don't see why you can uh, run a satellite model like this so you're offering embedded finance an all-in-one banking solution how does this scale or are you only focused on a domestic marketplace? So in terms of the market that we are looking at, I don't know exactly what you mean when you say domestic, but we are EEA-wide. So our licensing um, is across the EEA. So that's the pond that we're applying in right now. We do have a very wide offering. So, so you know, we have B2B and B2B2C, and soon B2B2B APIs. Uh, which can be used in a variety of ways. Uh, that is a that's a you know that's an advantage and a problem because uh, it's so wide. So the way that we are taking this to market is in um, is in a few smaller use cases. So we're targeting a payment processors and their merchants and offering them quicker settlement at checkout. We're targeting platforms and. Ex- Changes where if they use our checkout, uh, uh, they can do instant on ramps, and if they use our cards, they can do instant off ramps. 
So those are the niches that we are targeting right now. And those are the niches where we can really win because of the all-in-one and because of the quick money. Those are the business models where it really matters to have quick money. So what's your view of the future evolution of the business or the future evolution of the company? Where do you expect the environment to go? Where do you expect the company to go? That's a big question. Uh, the environment, yes, I know. <laughs> um, that's a huge question. I don't buy all this super app narrative. Uh, that's for sure. You know, coming out of uh, Twitter right now and Elon Musk, at least not in the West, I think there's a whole lot of structural uh, and regulatory reasons why you or, or won't have, you know, one app to rule them all. I see a federated approach. I see tribes. I see you know, the internet creates pockets and tribes of people, you know, these niches are, 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 are that have similar interests and needs. And I see neo banks and banking apps for all these needs, right? For for hunters, for surfing enthusiasts, for, you know, whatever is your passion um, and, and your interest, I see a, 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 a banking app that will meet those needs and have a have a loyalty program uh, that meets your needs. So I see the opposite to the super app on the consumer end of things, which ties into where we're heading as well, because on the, uh, the banking as a service end of things, we are trying to target those tribes and those niches. So we're trying to make it really, really easy to spin up a neo bank with a card program branded so you can create your bank for you know hunters or surfers or gardeners as easy as you can and in the long run i see us creating an open loop a payment network right because we can get the consumers or we can win the consumers um, on that side of the business with embedded using that as a kind of a, a, a trojan horse to get lots of consumer account, I guess. And then on the other end of the business, uh, uh, the business banking is the sellers of the merchants. So we can scale up those two ends of the business uh, and create some pretty interesting closed loop business models. Um, a lot like what's happening in the US with Cash App and Square. They're trying to do this with two brands. What's happening, of course, at Amex, uh, they're doing it with, uh, with one brand. Uh, we can do it with multi-brands. So we have a unique approach. Nick Root, Chief Executive Officer of Intergyro, thank you very much.